the, the main thing I wanted to say was that I seemed to be in a kind of in-between state for quite a long time. Yes. Um, <clears throat> even here in this lovely place, um, I'm sort of looking up WhatsApp and see what my friends are doing. Um, the, the, these are the friends that I was dying to get away from. <laughs> the mind is like that. I mean, what to do? Mm. Mm. It's just that it seems to be there too long, if you know what I mean. It's yes. too. The one you imagine yourself to be is in, in between states. A, a deeper awareness uh, exposes that. The, if there is a mistake, it is. Uh, that the identity that is uh, permitting this, this you to say this, you know, um, there is still some, of course, some charge inside it. There is still something there. You locate yourself there, as though you take your position to be that. And it's that if we if we stay in that place where we are feeling that you know, yes, I'm in between two worlds, you know, and. It feels very, very uh, true because everyone speaks like that at a certain stage in their own maturing spiritually. So yeah, I'm just kind of in between these two states, and I'm pointing you to something—a deeper awareness, where actually you're neither any, you're none of those three states. You understand what I say? That. That also, the one who is feeling, yeah, I'm in between, is also a state. You see? So there's a two, one to the left, to the right, and the one you imagine yourself to be in the middle. It's very difficult to get this across, because so deeply entrenched is this identity that it's rarely questioned, and you speak as though it is a fact. I am in between these two states, and almost everyone, nobody will contest it, because largely we are experiencing that this thing is happening to me, and and you know I cannot blame because I know very well what that feels and felt like. You see, it's not an easy thing to transcend. If you have to transcend any transcend anything at all, it is that in between one. If you know who, that the in-between one is the idea you have of who you are, and not the fact of what you are, then already big changes will take place. And the changes that will take place, wonderful as they will be, is also not finally who you are. Now, have I gone too far to speak like that? Am I in the right company? Good. How much that, what I'm pointing now, can be deeply assimilated to the extent that it is not just something you believe, but something that can be confirmed. That is your, that's your inner work. That is your inner work. And uh, as, as often, as persistent as you are in in verifying, in looking, in contemplating, in reflecting on these simple points, hmm? but profound. There are some things, if you understand them experientially, then they are worth a thousand points. It means that it's at the root of many distortions of thinking. Much delusion is built around the misunderstanding. So this is why it's good news, actually, because imagine if you had to try and undo each thing that you discover is like, oh no, this thing is coming up, and this thing is coming up. It is like trying to prune a huge banyan tree, leaf by leaf, and thinking that we are getting somewhere. And as you are pruning, new ones are coming up behind you. 
So I am not inclined to say to people, yes, you know, sniper off these things one by one. Sometimes that will happen, but you have to catch it at the root. And to cut it at the root, you have to see, um, and it has to make sense in your hearts that actually you cannot perfect the tree of the mind. Yes, it will change, but not by fighting it, but by understanding your true position. Most people will be relating from the position of the person who is having this experience and wants this and not happy about that and feels like this and yesterday had a good day but this morning is having a bad day. And we exchange, that is the currency of our identity. We are speaking like this very uh, comfortably. But here you are invited to, or challenged sometime, to look and say, Is that true? Is, is the one you are referring to as yourself, is it not also phenomenal? The one you speak up and say, I am this, is it constant? Is it reliable? Is it a reliable and trustworthy state? Sometimes we don't even imagine that that can be a state also. You think that is the fact. And this one wants to you know, reach the ultimate, but it wants to be the one, when it reaches the ultimate, plant a flag. I have got the ultimate one. Well, it won't happen, not in truth. Does any of this connect with you at all? Yes, yeah. Um, I, I, I know that, and I know it, it doesn't happen that way. Um, because, um, like, I also have, obviously have a, an ego, and I want to be the best um, enlightened person, as you've often said. Yeah, the ego wants it. The ego wants it, yeah. But, uh, but the thing is, I know that. And you who know that, is the ego now speaking, or some other place? Let's slow down a little bit so that nobody misses out because I don't feel I don't feel I have any uh, any words to waste about this. Let's let's look and see. No? I th- I think it's some other place that's saying that, not not the ego itself. I don't you think it's important to find out clearly? The I cla- do. Yeah. I do, but I'm I'm not sure I know how, despite yeah. yes. everything you say and everything I've tried. Yes. Um, yeah. The one who tries again is what? Well, it's the person, I presume. Yes, which is again observable or not. It is, yeah. Yeah, so that's already an indication that the, the state you're reporting from hmm, is actually uh, not a reliable position, actually. You say, yes, yes, you know, and, but when you're questioned about it, you say, actually, yes, yes, it is my ego. Then, if it is your ego, should we proceed along the same lines, to 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 satisfy what the ego imagines is good for it, or should we not say, "Aha, yeah, it can be seen like 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 its world and all of its imagination and all of its tools and tendencies." The ego itself is also perceivable. Is it true, though? It is true. Yeah. Okay, let's start there then. If it is perceivable, it means that it is watched from a deeper or a purer place of seeing. Would that be felt like this? I'm sure some people will feel, uh, I'm not sure if that is like that. But I'm not going to slow down for you right now. For those of you who can come with me, say, if you can observe a state energetically or phenomenally, you, you are sure. Yeah, but you know. Uh, you see, it, it wasn't always like this. For most people, they would never question their egoic identity. It just seems like a sure thing. It's a fact. I am me. And we say, but me means what? Very few people are, would be accustomed to this type of questioning. They'd feel embarrassed, they'd feel lost, they'd feel confused. They wouldn't know. But the one who wakes up is becoming deeply familiar to this question. Yeah. 
this me that everyone seems to take themselves to be, it's also just phenomenal. It's a belief. It's an idea. It is a habit. It is a misconception. You're growing gradually clearer and clearer in recognizing it is like that. But what happens is that we have a glimpse, and there can be a little bit of discomfort in seeing this, and so we move on to something else. We have experienced like this or not? You see? So it seems as though there is a little fear to look more deeply and steadily towards this. And yet you are encouraged to do that, and you are encouraged to, by saying that don't worry, you know, you're not moving towards a catastrophe. You're moving more deeply into your freedom, you see. And let's watch and see if you are if you dare to proceed along the lines that I'm pointing, how far you will get. If at the end you'll walk back to your seat as a nervous man or not. Are you up for it? I am, yeah. I um I'm also aware of the fear of, of letting go, as you say. Um of of the person, if you like. Yes, I mean, because, I, I, because it's so valuable, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, you have to be afraid of letting go of the person, because, I mean, it's the, the, greatest, is, it's the I, greatest thing you know. I, I think I do let go of the person, but I, it's, it's a kind of a false letting go or okay. something. But even if it's a false letting go, the very attempt is something. So, who is letting go of false person? A true one or a less false one. <laughs> we can we can slow down. It's a little bit uh, sometimes with these questions, though it will become very clear to you the simplicity of what is being asked, because of the complexity of the 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 I hope quickly becoming previous state of mind. You know, something is a little bit in resistance, as you say, to to really even not let go of it. I don't know what to say. Uh, let it be for a moment, so that you can see. Because maybe let go is a bit too strong for you right now, but it won't be strong for everybody. For some people, let go is <laughs> the easiest thing. Drop as soon as I swore, drop him or something. But at, for some, perhaps you are one of them. When I say let go. Or if you feel let go, it feels like uh, that's a risk. That's a risk. What if you are wrong? Meaning me. What if Muji is wrong, and he's just setting me up? <laughs> so what we do? You're told uh, just come in, come further back, and don't carry anything with you. But some doubt is there, and this is why I say sometimes. Because of the doubt, you want to come into this into this space deeper, but you have doubt. So you tie a rope around your waist and tie it the other end to a tree, and then you go in just in case it doesn't work. You can quickly and come out. So that is not uh, so. The very fact that you do that, you are already living in a compromise of your chance. Is it just a blind trust? No, because you already have a sense that, yeah, something is not true. But the seeming courage that it will require, you feel, mm, I'm not sure if I have enough strength to let go. And sometimes not recognizing that this attitude is the voice of the very one that is causing so much confusion within yourself. You are infinitely greater than that position or that mode. And so it may seem like a risk now. I hope it transmutes into a joy very soon. <clears throat> if you are going to stay behind and say, oh, I'm not sure if I want to go, can I let someone else go first, so I can watch? But it's your call, and it's your time. Well, it's taken me about um, five or six years to get this far, as in coming up here. I mean, yes. So that that's an indication of um, how slow are the are the fear or something that's there. Even though 
even though tell I know it's a false feel, fear. What do you feel you're about to lose? If I were to say, not even look, chop all these things, throw them, I'm not saying this. I'm saying you can observe them. Now don't combine yourself with them, leave them where they are, and just sort of come more in. Meaning, uh, don't combine yourself with anything at all. You can observe, but don't identify personally. It, it, it feels threatening to do that? No. Um. So then do. Uh, the things you mention, you know, let's, let's uh, leave them aside for a moment. Does it hurt to leave it aside for a moment? These are things that have been with you for, for some years. I don't think you are enjoying them. You stand now today uh, nervous. I say, okay, it's fine. Uh, are they worth protecting so much? Are they so valuable, these things? If I just say, just leave your luggage to the side just for a little bit and, and just keep looking. No, I don't even know what 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 it is I'm be protecting. It's it's um, okay. There, there's nothing I to protect, really. Yes, if I say right now, right now, and that uh, speak no more about them. Speak no more about these things, because it's almost as though we are retaining that connection by talking about them. Mm. So we are aware what they are. Let's say now, if you can simply be, uh, just be empty of them, uh, you're not a container of things. Just you have the capacity to observe these things. So I say, observe, but don't combine, don't identify. How much does that go inside now? My words in you. Fully, I think. Yes. So, if you fully hear what I say, that uh, you are not to be shared with anything, observe you can, but don't identify with whatever it is that you observe. Even the feeling of I, uh, it is. It, there's an awareness of I. Just like in deep sleep, you are not conscious of the feeling of I, but when the waking state appeared, you became aware of I. So there is an awareness of even the feeling of I. Would I be correct? It's, it's still okay with you? Yes, yeah. So of everything, of everything that you can perceive or conceive, something is prior to them. Something is aware of them, without any hard work. It's just somehow in the field of seeing or perceiving, you know, they are perceived. Even if something was very sudden, it is perceived in what is already here. Is true or not? So I'm now trying to bring your attention just to the what is already here. That which is here by itself, not being kept here by you. So when I ask you just to be empty. Of your associations and beliefs for a moment. Can anybody here take the risk of this? Yes. So, you? Yes. Yes. So, uh, you leave all that aside, okay? Meaning that you didn't have to throw it away, don't hide it in the bush, you simply are not interested for the moment with that. You're only you, hmm? you without you, you without your story and baggage and so on. Is it possible that we can have a, a clarity in that? What is here that is not an effort? Can you are you aware of it? You see that yes. Now I am not. I don't. Uh, my history or memory or whatever they may be. I'm not engaged with these, nor any forecast about future. Uh, no, no, it's okay. Now I'm carrying nothing. I'm weightless. Have we come to this place that I can proceed somewhere? I think so. Yeah. So from here, if you are not to be blamed or shamed or nothing to be judged, there's nothing. There's no 
past. And I am not asking you to imagine this, because it doesn't require imagination. I said, just don't engage, and you will find that you are here. I want to look at this hereness with you. Is there any story here? No. You must be just totally honest about this. What is actually here? Is it a, is it a mood? No. Is it energy? Is everybody's question. What is here? Is it a, a wonderful feeling? Wonderful feelings can be there also. But is this what it is? No. You feel that you're you're capable of responding to the questions I'm asking to you? I think so, yeah. Although I have had when I listen to the invitation, I really resist the questions. Okay. And now? I don't know why. Now I can answer them. You can or cannot? I can. You can. Okay, let's work with what you can. So, uh, so you're here. You're here. I'm not asking you to turn to left or to right or to do anything at all. Just in your natural awareness of yourself as just being here. What is it that is... What is this here? What is here meaning? You see? Uh, what you are aware of, not one millimeter apart from you, right in the very heart of your very being. What is here, you see? Did you create it? Whatever this is. No. Is it something that you have, or the feeling that you are? What is strong now? Is that, yes, yes, wow, I'm getting somewhere? Or just a sense of isness or being? What is there? Um. Be very truthful. It's, it's, I find it very hard to describe. Right. I, don't, I don't want to say isness or whatever, okay. because those words aren't that That's the correct easy answer. for me to say. It's a correct. No words can convey, actually. No words can adequately uh, convey. They are just a little taste. Okay. So, in this, um, whatever this is, this wordless place, does it travel? No. No. So, uh, did it come, or can it go? Uh, no. You sure? I'm sure. It's just that it's so strange to me that... Um, and you being what again? Remind me. Um, Would it not be the habit of thinking of yourself and locating yourself into a particular shape? That's the habit, yeah. I'm asking you, so even this sense of yourself is it not also something that is uh, that you could have just left aside? Yes. I, I, this is an important thing, you see. This habit of identity, is it possible to leave it aside, or it is just going to follow you anywhere you go? Or is it so stuck that there is no possibility of separating from it? Which, of course, would be also an idea, or not? 
yes, it would be an idea. And it does feel it's so stuck uh, that I find it hard to get away from it. But that I do realise an that's idea. an idea, yeah. Ah, good. <laughs> oh, whose idea? It's the Let's idea. slow down, see uh, who can survive this swinging bridge. Whose idea? Okay, let's leave for a moment. It is an idea. It is something felt or observable hmm? from or within this, this, uh, this space, this nameless space. Can, can I speak like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. That which is here, which is now being recognized, not created. Can it fade? Meaning that there is a sense that, oh, yes, there is a, there's a kind of recognition, but how can something that is, uh, cannot be described be recognised? Does it have a shape? No. Is it an object? No. Is it a person? No. Where are your responses coming from? What is it that is able to respond to these questions? Because you don't look like you are thinking about it. It seems like something like something that is known rather than something that is you know believed this that is we're not going to give it even the word isness now you took that away so now it's 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 a wordless thing no Is it religious? No. <clears throat> is there a, a boundary beyond which it is not? No. No. Are your responses merely intellectual or mental? Is it right because you think, well, I know the answers. I've read them before. I've listened to people answering them. I know what to say. Or are your responses coming truthfully from right where you are? Okay. Can you say that this, whatever it is, had a beginning or it was born? I don't think so. Well, look a little bit. You, I think you can say something more than that. <clears throat> this, this that is formless, it is not an object. Can it ever be sick? Can it be sick? No. No. It cannot be sick. Uh, was not created, has no form, is not merely a feeling, uncreated, 
I ask now, was it born or created? And you say, I don't think so. I say, try and look a bit more. In fact, you don't even have to search for this response too much. I don't think it was born or created. Why not? Um, Look with the eyes of your heart. You've got thinking eyes at the moment. It is not somewhere else. You don't have to go anywhere to find. Did I already ask that, is there a limitation to it, a boundary beyond which it is not? You say, no, there is no boundary. Your responses are coming from apart from it or inside it? Inside it. Are you inside it, and if so, as what? As a particle of it? Now, we can slow down a little bit. I'm widening this question for everybody, because I think you have the, the, you're in the place to be able to, to, to find something of yourself. I'm in it as a, as a particle, like we are so many people in the room right now. Are we in, in, in this voiceless, wordless place as an object taking up some space? No. No. So, I asked you before, can it go away? And you say? No. Okay. Why? Why not? We can go away. Well, because there's nowhere, nowhere for it to go. Yes. I know you said that. Uh, so, does, so, so can it have a start then? No. Meaning that it wasn't before and then it began. Okay. So your your answer now is? No, it can't. It, it, it can't what? Have a start. Yes. Or finish. Or finish. Oh, you took my second question. Okay. <laughs> that was not born, then he cannot uh, die. No. And and maybe I can ask just one more question about this. That uh, your your responses seem largely to be just spontaneously coming, and with a sort of a sort of certitude in them. How close are you to it in order to give such immediate responses? How close? What's the distance? Any separation? There's no separation. There's no separation. There's no distance. There's no distance. Are you nervous? Yeah. Well, yes and no. I am nervous because I feel these answers that I'm giving you are coming from somewhere I'm not used to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The you who is not used to is where located. I think that's Is it, it it would it be also shapeless within this shapelessness or would that one be a shape within the shapelessness? It feels like a shape. It's a shape, yes. Can it create any distortion to the shapeless one? Not really. Would it be fair of me to say that if I were to take your responses, accept them, uh, that uh, it, 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 is, it is without shape, it is not a form, it is not an object. It cannot 
suffer from depression or sickness. You can, if you can help me. Yes. Um, it, it did not come. No. And so it cannot go. No. And um, it had no start, no finish. Which can also be read, it was not born, it cannot die. And is, is it a mood or a feeling of the highest order, the most pure, pure feeling? Is, is it that? No. No, it is not a feeling. So therefore, it must be subtler than even the most subtle feeling. Because if the feeling even so subtle, you can call it like a feelingless feeling. That would be ah, yes, it's more like a feelingless feeling. Feelingless feelings can be perceived, so it must be even subtler than feelingless feeling. Then I ask also, um, are you an object floating in it, in the vastness? In this capsule of identity, or are you are you a particle? Are you part of? Are you apart from? Or are you one with? Did you answer this one? I think I'm one with. You you think you're one with? Okay, it's good. If I were to accept uh, these responses and also that there is no distance, you're not looking. At this, um, at this wordless, concept-free, thingless thing, you're not looking with any distance. And then it could be said that all your responses are about you. Yes. The shy one. <laughs> But you said no. You know the shy one is a bit of a thing up there, uh, but there's some identity in the shy one. It appears as though the shy one is also looking. For a long time, we think the shy one is looking and seeing the vastness. <gasps> the vastness. Oh my God! I'm afraid of the vastness. But also at the same time, we are able to admit that the shy one looking. At the vastness and afraid it might get sucked in and vanish, is also what's from the vastness, or not? Mm -hmm. But the shy one is also very um, manipulative, or something. It's not just shy. It's, yeah. What it's can lots of it, other things. What does it manipulate? Well, it it it. It's going to say it used to. It it tries to manipulate everything. The wordless one. Yes. It can manipulate the word. No, it can't, but you just try. Okay. <laughs> or did. From the place of your seeing and your confirmation, how credible is this uh, the sense of the, the personal one and so it's on? It's not credible at all. Uh, what role is it playing now? You know, where is it uh, you know, standing proud here at the moment, answering? Is it the one answering? I don't think so. Who is saying, I don't think so? Not, not that one, anyway. Not the, not the person. Not the person, yeah. So, how many people are residing in this house? How many? Uh, just check in. You know, we're doing like a population count. How many people are in the house? Is it the, the the nameless one, or is it uh, the 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 shy one? Tend to be shy one, or there's an in between state of, a, of another one who observes the shy one, and sometimes speak. Yeah, the shy one is being like this. I am more I am more like this on <laughs> shy one. <laughs> And it is correct also, because um, by the force or the momentum of habit and conditioning, it is very difficult to not feel this duality 
and we are moving in different realms. Sometimes speaking as a person, sometimes speaking as the one who observes the person, or the or the position from which the personal sense is observed. And then there is a deeper sense that even that one is also observable. If you have come this far, where even at an intellectual level you are grasping it, it still has a power, even if it is only intellectual. How can that which is intellectual become that which is true? Is truth a belief? Can it be that truth is you found the holy grail of concepts and ah I got it? Or is it in the discovering, in the finding of the truth, the seeker also disappears? I'm just checking with you. Is it good that we talk like this, or should we talk about? Uh, oh, okay. Ah, good. Is there a stubborn identity inside, saying, "Catch me if you can"? And would it matter? You see, would it be if there was if there was a standpoint inside that saying, <laughs> "You still didn't get me," <laughs> okay? Does it have power by itself? And who would it be talking? You can't get me. <laughs> you can't catch me. Who is it speaking to? And is it relevant right now? The, the reality and meaning and power of a thing is not in the thing itself, but in the mind of the one who perceives it. So as much as there is in you this, if you have strong belief, then it will become your experience, you will believe it, whatever it is, into existence, and that will be your testimony of what you call the truth. When you can see from the place of this emptiness, where you are not pre- being presented as you know a thing inside the thingless that the thing of myself as a person is actually nothing it will be determined from your most uh, true place and so, if it previously had any power, it would be the power of the belief that goes in it, and not a power that it has in itself. As I said before, a thought without belief has no power at all. But a thought with belief can create amazing things or terrible things. The thing is the belief in it and the identification with it. Has anything changed for you? I think so, yes. Would change only be assessed by thought? If something has changed, is it also we have to go to thought to say, well, let me see, yes, I think I've changed. Sometime life, grace, God, gives such a such a, a powerful Experience. Afis say it's like being drop kicked by God. Okay? Where it is so powerful that there is no time to learn. Only change. Some things happen where we are just changed. You didn't practice to change, you got slapped into change. Now we generally don't pray for such things, you know? but life, in its infinite wisdom, provides them when we are ready. It prepares you. It makes a nice ball of you. <laughs> or of the idea you have of who you are. None of you, because I feel now. If we've been looking like this, 
we must be coming to a deeper, not just a mental understanding, but an experiential understanding, a recognition that itself is synonymous with change. Now, because of the force of habit, uh, sometimes some, the, the, the reflex is to go back to the old regime of uh, egoic identity, but then it becomes more, more and more easy to watch that and to observe. But you know, okay, is that play again? And to somehow dismount. Uh, 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 what I'm speaking is it practical for you? Yes. It has to be practical, you see, because I don't feel that I'm, I don't want you to learn. I want you to see, and a seeing that is immediate. I'm not telling you, listen, you go practice for six months and uh, you know whatever. I'm just saying, can you see? If truth is truth and means that it is always here, then here and now is a time offered to recognize it. Why I tell you about tomorrow? Is it less here today and better on Wednesday or Thursday? So I'm saying these things because there can come a kind of apathy or laziness come in the mind when it is time to, to look. You know, suddenly if you oh my god, this is gonna Oh, we're going to go watch a good movie. Oh, yeah, can I come? You know, you'll be there. So it's not a true tiredness. And sometimes we will experience like that. But don't buy into it so easily. It need not be, it will feel like sometimes a struggle because the carnal identity and mind is directly resistant to awakening to the true. I don't think I have to try too hard to persuade you about that. <laughs> Please share something before you go back to your seat. Um, I just think this experience of coming up here is amazing, and um, mm. um, if anything, I have a tendency to understate things, so I am understating it, and thank you very much. Yeah. Not, not to mention coming yeah. here. Yeah. And you who are understating it is what again? That's just the person coming out. He will keep making many appearances. <laughs> you see? But you must catch him first. You see, this is why I asked like this, because uh, in spite of seeing and following through the seeing, it's like Bing, and he's up again. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was, uh, coming up here was, uh, you know, a perfect experience. You see? And I tend to understate things. So, who is speaking? Oh, sorry, it's my person again. Should I be listening to your person too much? No. Should you be listening to your person too much? No. So, this is the. It, it's really good when we can look like this and. We, some things get exposed, and it may not feel comfortable, but it's, it's not uncomfortable to the truth. It will be uncomfortable to the lie. Yes. You have no position to keep or defend. You can be as empty as space, because the person is retained and maintained, because it has uh, the person has a sense of uh, some preferences, some priority. It is um, uh, it is as though it will not um, cooperate with anything that threatens its apparent existence. And it seems, because we have a conviction, that we don't know anything else but our person. That is the greatest illusion, actually. 
that is the greatest illusion because what is our person what on what does it live but uh, a pile of memories which in themselves are subjective um, interpretations of life, full of bias, and we hold them that they they are the uh, they are your um, your support. So, uh, of course, it will feel a risk. How did you come to be here? Also, truly, you may not know. There must be in most of you that whatever happened in your life, maybe a higher choice uh, is uh, brought you here. Because the ego by itself is not going to want to come. <laughs> it's true. It, no, you know, it's, uh, it may want to come to look around, or so, but uh, to look inside, <laughs> no, no, I'm quite okay, thank you. You see. So something is already um, a movement uh, towards total freedom, but with some energies of resistance, fears, doubt, and so on. How much is it possible to move through um, the bulk of that? Well, I don't have a scale to measure it, but uh, it must be. That amongst you here, something is ready to hatch open. I used to joke about and say, "Hatch or become an omelette," which means what? <laughs> something. But how do you hatch? You know, can the chicken say, "Look, okay, I think I'm going to hatch today." So it is. Uh, I don't know if it is a voluntary thing. Maybe it's just inspirational, that just gives you enough power to 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 not side with the resistance, because everything is is voted for. You know, every thought, everything is subtly you vote for it, and you may not think that. Uh, you may think it just happens spontaneously, but it's a subtle choice. You see. And, but if you are aware deeply that you are simply you find that I'm from the place of just the observing, but the observing now itself is not just blank and empty from the mind's definition. It is as though there's a power here. That's the power base. The very ground of being is here, and that is becoming more and more confirmed and. Potent unto itself, and the mind play seems to be somehow moving in it, but with less and less energy going to that, because the more you are discovering your inherent joy and peace, the less attractive the suggestions of the mind become. So, was it worth the time taken to speak with you? Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. Very good. Thank you. Very good. If we were to check in, you know, at different points, just keep checking in. Hmm? Uh, what are you finding? Is it something uh, more? Tangible or intangible, you see, shape or shapeless. You follow? Yes. yes, because sometimes we are carrying a kind of psychic self-portrait of ourselves, just as a kind of object. But the more you're looking from the space of awareness, awareness does not need to cling to the body as its anchor. It's it was there before the body. It is as though awareness is inside the body, but also the body is inside awareness. Well, actually, everybody is inside awareness. Everything. 
appears, disappear, the traffic of sensations, of feelings, thoughts, everything is appearing and disappearing. In that which is not appearing or disappearing, is it feeling like something what I'm speaking? Yeah. Does it leave a vulnerable feeling in you? Like, you know, wow, I'm thinning away, I can't find where I am. You see, this is where the mind sometimes comes with so much seeming power, because you feel as though you're moving towards the unknown and away from the known, which I call the apparent known. And so we cling to the apparent known while we are in the state of personhood. But when we can look and see that even the state of personhood, even in the realm of belief, the personhood feeling is always changing. We are always changing. What you call your personality, as time goes on, it changes. It upgrades or it downgrades or it whatever. It's not stable. But something feels stable, and the thing that feels stable hmm, is the constant awareness and the, the Shakti life force. But the ego mind takes hold of it and says that you see that the, the personhood is stable. And yet, honestly, we see that if we could take our life, a period, say, forty years or thirty years or whatever and segments of five years. Every five years, you would have an interview, and you would be asked, what is, your, what is your response about life? How do, who do you say you are? What is important to you? And you could review all of these short little videos over a period you know, that covers a period of 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years. Would you be saying the same thing? You see? And yet, at each of those points, you may have the full conviction, that's me. So which would be the truest you? My point is, everything that we experience and think feels strong and true, real and factual in the moment. But soon they become memory, also uh, interpretation, subjective uh, conclusions about life. That have no firm basis and so on, you see. Something in us is very stable. Even I don't want to use the word stable, it's too weak a word. It's permanent. I don't want to use the word permanent, it's not good enough. It's beautiful. I don't want to use the word beautiful, it's not it's too weak a word. It's everlasting. I don't want to use the word everlasting, like what? Sell by date, never? No, it's not like that. It's much more than that. <laughs> and we are here to discover that. The wordless one, who I am saying on your behalf, dwells in the heart of everyone. And I put this as the most important discovery in the human kingdom. So when I don't know who was coming here, but you have come, then I say, it's our turn to look. What can you find? What are you open to find? Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs>